Did you know all things are possible if you can believe it? That's what Jesus wants to talk about today. To prepare the way for him by believing the impossible. Proving his will is good and perfect. This is Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein. And we are going to acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us, for encouraging us to believe the impossible. We love you. We praise you. We just give you all the glory and um, for even just letting us know that this is on your mind, that you want to do the impossible in our lives. You're so wonderful, so beautiful. Give you all the praise and all the glory. He is. He's marvelous, wonderful, beautiful, ambitious, and so much more. But yeah, he was talking to me today about how we live by our inclination. You know, like, we're just inclined to do things in the natural realm. And as his, he's asking us to do, to believe the impossible so he can get the, uh, that attention that he needs. So we can give him the glory by believing the impossible thing into existence. And so as we do that, we're preparing the way for him. We're drawing attention to him. You know, oftentimes people um, don't want to um, be noticed and when God heals them, and, and he's saying, it's not about you, of course it is, I love you. But the thing is, is it has to be about giving God the glory. Or just settling back for going to the doctor and having surgery. But he'd rather you believe him for a supernatural healing so that he can get the glory. So that you're proving the power that he has, and what his will is. And so, in preparing the way for him, that's what he's saying to us. You know, he's given us all kinds of information, wisdom, revelation, knowledge. And now he's saying, believe the impossible so I can do the impossible in your life. So I can not only bless you, but so that I can get the glory. He deserves the glory right? All that he did for us, and it lays dormant because we don't do it. We don't use it. We don't receive it. And sometimes the reason for that is people think they're being humble, and people think that if God wanted to do it, he would do it. But he doesn't do anything without faith. It's impossible to please him without faith. Jesus said, if you can believe, I can do it. Anything is possible for him who believes. He didn't say, anything is possible if my father decides he wants to do this in your life. Much of the time in our inclination state, we don't look at the word, and so that's why we don't even think about what he's thinking about, and he's thinking about doing the impossible. He's calling his workers to bring in the harvest. And this is the way we bring in the harvest, another way, is to believe that impossible thing. Give him the glory for what he did. 
push through and only believe. Remember Jairus? Um, he, he was talking to Jesus and asking him to come to his house because his little daughter was sick and he wanted her healed. And then another lady comes along, the lady with the issue of blood, and she thought, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, her faith, right, I can be healed. And she did that, and he said, who touched me? Healing power has gone out of me. Disciples are like, what do you mean who touched you? Right? You're just crowded. There's people all around you. But he felt her faith. And she drew that power out of him. And that's what he's saying. It's not him. Yes, he has the power, but it's your faith. And then one of, um, one of the, the people from J.R.S.'s house came and said, don't bother the master any longer. Your daughter is dead. And Jesus, I can just see him turning his head and saying, only believe. Only believe. Because if he didn't believe, it wouldn't happen. And when we say we're Christians, we're Christ followers, then he, he wants us to show him, to, to give him the glory, to believe him and make it happen by your faith. He doesn't make it happen. We make it happen. And, you know, I, I have been learning this for a long time. And once in a while, I find myself still thinking the natural way. Like, um, healing is easy for me. But other things, I get caught up in thinking, well, what can I do? How can I do this? How can I finagle this to do that? And he reminds me, every single time I do that, is he reminds me that I'm not believing him. He said, you know, if you don't have the faith for this dream that you have, I can't do it. And so, write down the vision. Write down what you're believing for. And don't quit believing it. Because, of course, we know the enemy is going to come and try to get you to doubt. And if he can get you to doubt, that's why he does it. Then it can't happen. If God puts a dream in your heart, and you're waiting, and it's not happening, it's not happening, it's not happening, it's not his fault. He gave you the dream, and your faith has to bring it to pass. So, I was looking at this. Um, there was a little boy, and um, the father said he had a dumb spirit. And whenever it lays hold of him, as to make him its own, his own, it dashes him down and convulses him, and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth, and he falls into the motionless stupor and is wasting away. And I asked your disciples to drive it out, and they were not able to. And he answered them, Oh, you unbelieving generation, without any faith, how long shall I have to do with you? How long should I bear with you? Bring him to me. So they brought the boy to him, and when they saw him, when they... When the Spirit saw him, at once it completely convulsed the boy. When the Spirit saw Jesus, it at once convulsed the boy, and he fell to the ground, and he kept rolling about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, how long has he had this? 
And he answered, from the time he was a little boy. And it is often, often has thrown him both into the fire and into water, intending to kill him. But if you can do anything, do have pity on you. Do have pity on us and help us. And Jesus said, You say to me, if I can do anything, why all things are possible to him who believes. If you believe, it's possible. At once the father of the boy gave an eager, piercing, inarticulate cry, inarticulate cry with tears. And he said, Lord, I believe constantly. Help me with my weakness of faith. He wanted it so bad for his little boy to be well. And he's like, but I have doubt. Help me with my faith. When Jesus noticed the crowd of people that came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you to come out of him and never go into him again. And after giving a hoarse, clamoring, fear-stricken shriek of anguish and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy lay pale and motionless like a corpse, so that many of them said he was dead. But Jesus took a strong grip of his hand and began lifting him up, and he stood. And when he had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we not drive that out? And he said, This kind is not driven out except by anything but prayer and fasting. And when they went out from there and passed through Galilee. Okay, so we're not going to talk about prayer and fasting. We're not going to talk about casting demons out today. But we're going to talk about being the candidate. Letting Jesus do it. Let him heal you. Let him show who he is through you. Believe the impossible. Have childlike faith. I remember when my son was just a couple years old and he was having a seizure. And my inclination was my first inclination because I've been looking at the word day, night, day, night, night, and day. As I said, What do I do? He said, Bind the enemy. So I did, and he left. And then my second inclination was to go call the doctor. But if I hadn't been hearing the word, that would have been turned around. First, I would have went to call the doctor. And then I would have said, Jesus, what, I, what do I do? Maybe on the way there. One time he drank peroxide. And I was on the way to the phone to call my mom. And he said, and you can drink something deadly and it won't harm you. He reminded me. And I had faith and I didn't call my mom. And my son was okay. And so he's saying, make this your lifestyle. And really, why be a Christian without power in your life? Why be mediocre and like everyone else on the wide path? Where, where's the difference? Where does the difference lie? And so he's saying, believe the impossible. When he whispers something in your ear, that he wants to give to you. Don't say, oh, no, 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 I'm not good enough. Or don't wait 20 years for it. Start saying it. Start calling those things to be not as though they were, as the Father does. You notice he didn't get out in the dark and say, oh, what are we going to do? It's dark out here. He said, let there be light. 
He said we're to call those things into existence that aren't. Jesus said, whatever you say will happen. You can say to this mountain, move. Nothing will be impossible for you. But you got to believe what you say. If you believe what you say, it will happen. And so he's asking you to take this journey, if you never have. And if you've let it go, pick it back up. Make it happen. Stop waiting for him to do what he already did. And even stop asking him questions that he already said. Is there your will to heal me, Lord? By his stripes, you were healed. He came. He took those stripes for your healing. He paid your debt. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. Cursed is he who hung on a tree. Did you hang on a tree? Then you don't have to live under the curse. He did it for you. He freed you from the curse by being crucified. He shed his blood for you. His spirit living on the inside of you makes your life amazing if you hang on to it. And, you know, really the key is is to spend enough time with him. Someone asked me um, just yesterday, why do you think that lady got healed from touching the hem of her garment? How, how do you think that she thought of that? It's because Jesus was going around teaching. He was going around doing good, preaching the kingdom of God, and she heard the word, and she got faith. And she knew that if she just touched him, that she'd be healed. They were crowding around him because of the things that he said and the power that was there, the truth that he spoke. Their faith grew. Your faith will grow when you hear the word of God. When my son was born, I knew, I was being taught that faith came by hearing the word of God. And I got addicted. I started hearing the word and hearing the word and hearing the word and hearing the word all day long. That my faith was just like overflowing, like a glass of water overflowing. Nothing was impossible for me because I was believing it. And I believed it because I heard it. Because I did the principles, I did what the Word said. Nothing is impossible for him who believes. If you give all your attention to something else, you're not going to have faith in your time of need. You're not going to have faith to go do his work, to believe that impossible thing. And you need your faith ahead of time. The enemy is roaming around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Are you going to let him devour you? So I wanted to read to you Ephesians 3.20. I'm going to start in verse 19, actually. That you would really come to know practically through experience for yourself the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge. It's not the knowledge, it's knowing him. 
mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto the fullness of God may unto the fullness of God may have the richest measure of divine presence and become boldly hold, holy, filled and flooded with God himself. Now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. He can do more for you than you ever even dreamed of. And the key is to get to know him. To know him, to know that he can do more than you can ask or think. To know him, to know him so you can hear him encourage you. One of the biggest things that I'm believing for, he's encouraging me right now, even as I speak to you. Don't let that dream go. Don't believe for less than I can give you. Don't don't believe for what you can do yourself. Yeah, you can do this yourself. But what glory does that bring to me? How does that bring me glory if it's something anybody can do for themselves? It doesn't. I can do super abundantly more for you than you can even ask or think. But if you just know about Jesus, as we just read, you're not going to even be able to believe that or hear him tell you, no, 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 that's too little. You need to believe me for that dream that I put in your heart. Because if you don't believe me for that dream, it's not going to happen. And then believe that I can do more for you than you can ask or think. More than you can do for yourself. For example, back to the healing thing. You know, you can say, well, I got cancer. I can go to the doctor. I can take this medicine. I can do this. And, and I have faith that I can be okay. And you can do that. But to give him the glory, you can believe past that. But you can't believe past that. You can't believe for supernatural healing without faith. You can't just say, I'm going to believe it and not spend any time with Jesus, not be encouraged, not be led, not given, be given instruction, and then still have that happen. You, you can't just know of him, you got to know him. Do you remember when Jesus said he couldn't do much in his own hometown because of their unbelief? So things aren't happening and aren't going to happen unless we have faith. And Jesus said he's coming soon, but we're not ready. We're not doing his work, and we're not believing the impossible. And so the word I have for you today is he's saying, believe the impossible in your life. And that'll even extend your faith to help others believe the impossible and to go do that work that he's calling us to do. He's asking us to prepare the way for him. He's asking us to not live a mediocre life. I call it a boring life. But a life with his power 
in your life, extending to others, going around doing good like he did, healing all who were harassed and pressed by the devil. He was anointed. We have to get to the place where we can believe that we're anointed to go do his work. And it starts right at home, right in your life. Are you living just as the world? Are you living higher than them? Are you living the higher life? God said his way is higher than our way. Are we catching up? Are we reaching up? Are we just letting the enemy overtake our thinking and thinking every day about the doom and the gloom and how bad it is and how Jesus never did what he said he was going to do and it's been 20 years? It's because we're not doing what he said to do. It comes with conditions. If you believe, you can say to this mountain, move and it'll move. Nothing will be impossible for you. You say it and you believe it. You don't just say, I believe, and then you're all depressed, and you have this little pity party with the enemy. You're saying, yeah, God isn't faithful, and God doesn't heal everyone, and this is your, your thing to carry. This is what God wants for you. And that ignorance comes from not looking at the Word. And I'm going to say this again and again and again. Instead of listening to Him, Instead of listening to the enemy and being down, get yourself straightened up and look at the Word and spend your time doing that instead, and then you will have faith to move mountains. That's the message I have for you today. If you never asked Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, Ephesians, or Revelation 3.20, says He is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed His voice... He would come and live on the inside of you, and he would dine with you. He's going to teach you. Verse 19 says, he corrects those he loves. He's going to correct you. This is a correction today. He's correcting us. We're not supposed to be living like the heathen, but we're supposed to be having faith and making them impossible things come to pass. Will you be a part of his kingdom? Will you prepare the way for him? Will you heed his voice so that he can teach you? Let go of your pride. That's really what being humble is, just submitting to him. Being on the same page as he's on instead of being on your own page. Living by your natural thinking, feelings. Living by what you see. Become aware of the spirit realm. Become aware that the enemy is taunting you, tricking you. He comes dressed as an angel of light to try to fool you. Don't let him. And the way to do that is to ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you and then do everything he tells you to do. Look at the word, worship him, do the word. Yesterday we talked about that. You have to do the word, not just hear it, but do it. So, Let's pray. Jesus, we're asking you to come live on the inside of us. We're willing to heed your voice. We know it's not just a prayer that we're going to pray. 
and then go away and forget about you, but we're going to become engaged with you. We're going to do your work. We're going to prepare the way for you. We're going to believe the impossible. And we're going to be richly rewarded for giving you the glory. It's not about us. It's about you, Lord. We love you, praise you. We thank you and give you all the glory in your name. So good, he's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I'd so love to know. And start believing that impossible thing. Everything is possible for him who believes. Whatever you can believe, doesn't matter what it is. Whatever, you know, um, I heard this and I might have said it before. I heard someone say something that made me realize that that impossible thing in your life is really your assignment to believe, to get it done. God already did everything he can do. Now we got to believe what he did. And really that goes right along with, for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son, whoever believes in him will not perish. If you believe in him, then you're going to do his will. You're going to believe that impossible thing. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.